Do as I say, not as I do. Today on the Ultimate Ground Rules. But I have raised you up for this very purpose, that I might show you my power, and that my name might be proclaimed in all the earth. Welcome to The Ultimate Ground Rules, a podcast built specifically to encourage, empower, and strengthen the faith of coaches as they live out their God-given purpose to develop the next generation of leaders. And now, your host, Dave Pritchard. Hello and welcome to Episode 5 of The Ultimate Ground Rules. Thank you for joining us again today. I want to start with just a few notes. First, my goal with this podcast is to be an encouragement to coaches. So with that, I want to encourage you to share the podcast. Share it with people you know and help us get the word out. Secondly, we've got some really exciting things in the works here. One of my goals is for you to not have to listen to me each and every week. I know that gets old. But seriously, I want to bring you interviews with current coaches that explore the issue of faith. How does it shape who they are as a coach? How does it shape their programs? What are some of the challenges they face and how do they deal with them? That's practical stuff, practical information that I think can really benefit you and encourages coaches that are in the trenches. Those things are in the works and hopefully we can roll some of that out uh, here shortly in the upcoming weeks. And lastly, I would love to get your feedback. Uh, What do you think so far? Any tips for future shows? Or is there anyone in particular that you have in mind Uh, that we could interview that would be a great interview that coaches that could provide information that coaches would really like to hear and that could really be practical and beneficial Uh, send those comments to me uh, at p-r-i-c-h-0-1 at yahoo.com again that email address is p-r-i-c-h-0-1 at yahoo.com we'd really love to get your feedback uh, and if you've got anybody out there in mind that you think, man, this guy would be a great interview that could really help some people and be an encouragement to others, uh, send us that information because we'd love, we'd love to look into it and get the ball rolling on that. Uh, today, I, what I want to do is briefly take a look at our actions and our words. How do they go hand in hand and what effect can they have? Because I think words are very powerful, but I think actions are very powerful too. And when you combine the two... I firmly believe that you can have a strong impact. So what does Scripture have to say? Well, our text today is 1 John 1, 5-7, and I want to look at it on three different levels. First, as a believer in Christ, second, as a coach, and third, from the perspective of an athlete. So let's look at the text, 1 John 1, 5-7. John says, This is the message we have heard from him and declare to you. God is light. In him there is no darkness at all. If we claim to have fellowship with him and yet walk in the darkness, we lie and do not live out the truth. But if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship with one another, and the blood of Jesus his Son purifies us from all sin. So what's the impact of this text as a believer in Jesus Christ? John is writing this letter to encourage believers and to speak the truth. He has proclaimed the gospel, and he says that God is completely righteous. He is pure light, and there is no darkness in him at all, none whatsoever, zero. He says if we claim to have fellowship with him, so in other words, what he's saying is if we say we're a believer in Christ, but yet we walk in darkness, then we lie and we don't live out the truth. It's really a simple message from John. John's basically saying check your actions, 
and see if they match up with what you're saying. If you're a believer, you're going to act like a believer. And I want to stress that we walk in this passage might be better understood as walking. It's a continual walking or a consistent pattern of behavior. So in other words, if we claim to be believers but are consistently living in sin, our actions don't match what we're claiming. John calls that person a liar. You claim to be a believer, but there is no evidence. As fallen human beings, we're going to sin. We're going to mess up. But as believers, that should be followed up by repentance. It shouldn't be a consistent behavior. John goes on to say that if we walk in the light, we will have fellowship with one another, and our sin will be purified by the blood of Christ. I think the key takeaway here is that as a believer, our actions should match our words. And if we are true believers, they will. It doesn't mean we won't sin. It doesn't mean we won't make mistakes. But that won't be our normal behavior. So what about as a coach? How does this passage speak to me or to you as a coach? Well, first and foremost, I think the meaning of the text is ultimately what we just discussed. But I do believe that the basic principle can be applied to a coach as well. You have certain expectations for your players. You want them to act a certain way, to speak a certain way, carry themselves in public in a certain way, act in the classroom in a certain way, all good coaches do. The question is, do you hold yourself to the same standard? Players aren't dumb. If you as a coach expect one thing, and yet you do another, it more than likely won't be long until they feel the freedom to do what you do. Be careful that you are not a coach who practices do as I say, not as I do. Don't claim to be something you aren't. If you make mistakes, be open to admitting that to your team. I really believe that experiences like that will strengthen your player's commitment to both you and to the team as a whole. Players want to be led by someone who's real, someone who's truthful, not by someone that's a lie. Lastly, I believe that this passage of Scripture can be powerful to share with your players on a couple of levels. First, if you line up your team and ask them one by one, so you go down the line one by one and you say, do you want to win? What's the answer you're going to get? Every single one of your players is going to say yes because everyone wants to win. But how many of those same players want to do what it takes to win? See, that's a similar message of what John is saying in this passage. If I say I want to win, but my actions demonstrate something else, then I'm a liar. It's, it's plain and simple. If I truly want to win, then my actions will reflect that day in and day out. That's something you can challenge your team with. If you want to live out what you say, then your actions day in and day out have to match up with what you say. And on another level, you can challenge the believers on your team with this same message. Our culture can apply such a great amount of peer pressure on a young man or a young woman. This is magnified in a locker room setting, and maybe maybe the pressure is to act in a certain way or to speak a certain way that a believer just shouldn't engage in. Well, you can challenge those players with this text and let them know that you want to be held accountable with it as well. And I think if you do that, if, if you come across as real, you may just see some amazing growth in those individuals and the same amazing growth in yourself, which in turn can have a very powerful effect on a locker room. I believe that's what John is getting at when he says if we walk in the light, then we have true fellowship with one another.
And whether it's a locker room or a church, that's the goal. Because when true fellowship happens, powerful change happens. Thank you for joining us on the Ultimate Ground Rules today. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe to the podcast. You can find us on the web at ultimategroundrules.wixsite/website, on Twitter at God's Ground Rules. Stand firm in the faith and keep building tomorrow's leaders.